The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this program are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now, with Positive Living, here's Patricia Raskin. Good afternoon, everyone. Good morning on the West Coast and good afternoon on the East Coast to Positive Living, Patricia Raskin Positive Living Program, right here on voiceamerica.com. You can call us at 866-472-5787 if you're listening live, which is today, the 28th of September. And again, it's 472, it's 866-472-5787. Today we're talking to one of the world's leading human potential, I would say, experts and psychiatrists. My guest is Dr. Jerry Jampolsky, who's an MD. He is both a child and adult psychiatrist. He's a professor of complementary medicine at the University of Hawaii School of Medicine, He's an international lecturer, and his books are available in over 30 languages. He passionately believes that we can learn to let the innocent, joyful child within us come out and play each day. He's committed to doing his best to live in a consciousness of giving and making forgiveness and love a way of life. By seeing the world differently, we can all learn to go through each day with miles of smiles. And his new book is called The Oh Shit Factor. Welcome, Dr. Jerry Jampolsky. Thank you very much. Good to be here. Yeah, it's wonderful. You know, I remember your books way back, your very first book, which is a classic, which I still have, Love is Letting Go of Fear. And I think you've probably used that theme in all the books that you've written, haven't you? Well, uh, the theme of love is, uh, is really the way of life and the way of all of our books, yes. Yeah, which is really... Um, which is really all about letting go of fear. Tell us about the book, The Oh Shit Factor, and the, tell us about the title. Well, the, um, I used to use a lot of profanity uh, when I was a young adult, and after I began a spiritual pathway when I was 50 years of age, uh, I'm 84 now, that mm-hmm. uh, I uh, noticed that I wasn't using any kind of profanity. Uh, but on a certain occasion, if I was, stopped at a stop sign, and a car ran into me rather hard. The first two words out of my mouth was, oh, shit. Mm. And I began wondering about that. I began asking other people, both men and women, uh, different fields of uh, endeavor, and found that uh, maybe 90% of people say these two words. Uh, I was had lunch with a, a priest friend of mine one time when I was writing the book, and he stood up rather indignantly and said, well, priests never say that. They say, holy shit. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's very, it's used in almost um, every language. Uh, and why do we need to talk about it? What, what was the point of this? Well, the real point of it is shock treatment because people are not aware that when they put unforgiving thoughts into their mind, when they're making judgments, when they're attacking people, it's like putting poison 
like shit into their mind. Mm-hmm. If one recognizes that when what one is doing, when they have a choice of what thoughts are going to put in their mind, that perhaps they will begin to say, hey, I don't need to do that. Uh, I can look at this differently. I can see someone's fearful rather than attacking them. So are you saying that it, it's okay to use that language or we shouldn't use that language or it doesn't matter? I'm saying that it doesn't matter. The, the word shit, by the Urban Dictionary, says it's one of the most powerful words in our English language. Uh, mm-hmm. Certainly a high percent of people use the word, not in a profanity kind of way, but as a deep sense of feeling about and around an emergency situation. In the airplanes, when they're crashing and, and, and they've crashed and, and everyone has been killed, and they look at the black box, the most common two words that they hear, the last two words, is, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Mm, it's very expressive. So, so I think, it, I think it, it's just bringing people more aware of this language and I'm promoting it or saying that you shouldn't use it. I'm saying just be aware of it and be aware that when you're when you're putting negative thoughts, it's like putting poison in, 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 into your mind. And uh, the toxic effects of shit in your mind uh, are, are tremendous in terms of causing all kinds of illnesses and all kinds of mm. depression and, and difficulty in getting along with relationships. So when you say those words, what you're saying is that you're bringing that shit, in a sense, into your system. I, I'm, I'm not saying that, Patricia. What I'm saying is that be aware that when we put negative thoughts into our mind, right. it is like putting toxic thoughts like shit into, into our mm-hmm. mind. That okay. is what I'm saying. All right. In, in the part one of your book, you say the bad news and the good news. You say the bad news is that we've fallen into an ego belief system that other people's shit causes all of our unhappiness, stress, and peace. And so let's talk about that and then the good news. Well, the ego, which I believe we manufacture ourselves, uh, operates out of fear and out of conflict and out of wanting to attack other people. So the, the golden rule of the ego that many of us follow is if something's going wrong in your life, find someone else to blame. Mm-hmm. Try to find the cause outside of yourself. The good news in this book is that that uh, that we that we are responsible not only what responsible for what we put in our mind, but we have a choice for what thoughts we put into our mind, and we can put peaceful, non-toxic thoughts in our mind all the time. Jerry, that 
aren't aware. They live in a more superficial world. So they're the ones we're always trying to figure out and stay away from. But they don't want to take responsibility, and they seem to get away with those brazen actions or those sneaky actions or those cheating actions. They seem to be above it all. Uh, What do you say to that? Well, the philosophy that we have an attitudinal healing that we established back in 1975 with centers and groups all around the world is is to do our best as having only two emotions, Patricia. Mm-hmm. Seeing people either as loving or they're fearful of giving a call of help for love. Mm-hmm. If we see someone as crooked, if we see someone doing something dishonest, uh, the, the, need, the, the ego will immediately want to attack that person. So uh, it's possible to live in this world with, with great compassion for each other. Uh, it doesn't mean you condone negative things. Forgiveness doesn't mean you condone negative behavior. But it doesn't necessarily mean that you punish them with your own negative thoughts or that you withdraw your love from someone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oftentimes what we see in another person, Patricia, is only a reflection of what we, of the thoughts we have in our own mind. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, there is a, a new video out by Debbie Ford, which is called The Shadow Effect. And it talks about that other side of us that has the shadow. You know, we all have a negative side. We all have that. And that many times, instead of looking at it and admitting it, we push it down, which only makes it worse. Exactly. And that's what this book is about, to do the kind of use of shock therapy. And the shadow side is to wake, let's, let's all wake up. None of us go through a day without making some kind of judgment or attempting to, the temptation of the ego is always to try to, try to uh, attack another person and think the world would be better if that person was just not in the world. But when we're going on a spiritual journey, we can look at that differently. And again, see people as either loving, or if they're not loving, that they're fearful of giving us a call of help for love. And that allows us to be compassionate with another person. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we just continue this circle of attack, mm-hmm. attack, defense, attack, defense. And it just only makes the ego way of looking at right, the world more and more. And uh, the world will seem insane, and it is insane. So what you're saying is that instead of being angry or being jealous or envious, realizing being compassionate, because the reason that person is the way they are is because underneath all of it, they're fearful. They're fearful, and they've separated themselves off from other people. Yes. They're using the ego voice to deal. And we're all kind of doing that. The majority of us are doing that Mm -hmm. at one time or another. So our job is to say, hey, there's another way of looking at the world, and that is let's heal our own minds. Uh, let's work on ourselves. Let's let's work on yeah. forgiving yeah. ourselves of things that we're ashamed of, or things that we did that was dishonest. Do you, do you also think, too, Jerry, that when you hide all that and you're in the ego and you're secretive or you're not telling the truth or you're always right, do you think that inside there's a lonely place? Sure, it's very lonely. It's very lonely, and you, in that lonely place, now, there's a feeling of uh, of, of danger. Feeling alone that you're going to be attacked or you're going to be rejected. Yes. If people really knew what you, what you are inside, they wouldn't like you at all. Mm, I see. So the more we can be forgiving and compassionate of those people instead of, as you said, envious and jealous and, and angry and, you know, and playing that kind of game, if we can get step out of that, it's going to change the way we do things. Uh, getting stuck in your own ego is like getting stuck in your own shit. Yeah. And uh, yeah. so uh, yeah. uh, we, we have to honor when we, when we make mistakes rather than punishing ourselves. 
and and then say let's do, let's look at this different and move on and not continue uh, to go backwards in uh, attacking ourselves or attacking other people. Right. Many of us had parents that said you weren't good enough, and so we we tend to project that on other people and make other people not good enough. Mm. All right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we are talking to. I would say the icon. I would use that that word, the icon, Dr. Jerry Jampolsky, who is a child and adult psychiatrist. He has been writing books for over 30 years and has really, I think, been very transformational in his work. And he is a professor of complementary medicine at the University of Hawaii School of Medicine. His new book is called The O-Shit Factor. So stay tuned. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. We'll be right back. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Here's a show for baseball players, coaches, parents, and those who love the game. At least 90% of sports success, including baseball, requires mental strength in order to fully benefit from technical ability. And the higher the competition level, the more critical it becomes to possess mental muscle. Tune in every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time to Championship Thinking, hosted by Jim Meyer, and brought to you by the National High School Baseball Coaches Association. Jim, sports psychology coach, trainer, and author of numerous articles and the workbook, Championship Thinking, Building Mental Muscle in Baseball, simplifies the mental game with easy to understand tools and tips with his weekly guests jim draws from successes with professionals college high school and youth teams coaches and players learn how to remain confident and focused at crunch time when pressure tension and anxiety like to make an uninvited appearance tune in and tune up your mental and technical knowledge and skills with championship thinking every tuesday at 4 p.m pacific time right here on america's voice voice america hey dad what i can't get the ketchup bottle open Here, let me try. Here you go. Thanks. You don't have to be a hero to be a hero. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Hi, everyone. We are back. You are listening to Patricia Raskin Positive Living right here on VoiceAmerica.com. And my guest is Dr. Jerry Jampolsky, who's an MD, both a child and adult psychiatrist. He's world-renowned for the many books that he's written over the years. He's a professor of complementary medicine at the University of Hawaii School of Medicine. His new book is called The O-Shit Factor, Waste Management for Our Minds. Welcome back, Dr. Jim Polsky. Thank you. Good to be here. Um, what is the, what is the um, website for the book? The uh, website for the book is called OshitFactor.com. Okay, OshitFactor.com. Waste Management for Our Minds. So the book it would be CherryJampolsky.com. Okay. One of the things you talk about in the book is what forgiveness is and what it isn't. Explain that. Well, forgiveness is not just being superior to someone else and say, well, I'll, I'll forgive you. Uh, 
Forgiveness is not uh, trying to change the other person. In our book, uh, forgiveness is a willingness to let go of the painful past, willingness to let go of the anger. Uh, and uh, so one has to have a belief system that forgiveness is possible no matter what. And a lot of people have a belief system, well, people do certain things that are not forgivable, and not realizing that they're saying that because they think they're things that they've done themselves that are unforgivable. And uh, the secret is to see some of the values there are in forgiveness because marriages are pretty hard to, to last without a, a big dose of forgiveness in them. Um, that uh, in business uh, is extremely important in every aspect of our lives. And there's no scientific evidence to show that when we hold on to grievances, when we hold on to negative judgment in our mind, it, it interferes with our health. Our mm-hmm. well-being comes out in various symptoms of the body. Well, you, you founded the, Attitude, the International Center for Attitudinal Healing in 1975. Talk about that. Well, um, I started working with children back there. Thoughts or your actions. Eight, 
remind yourself daily that love is the answer to any problem that you will ever face. Nine, expand your sense of humor and learn to laugh at yourself. And number ten, above all, don't get stuck in your own shed. Mm. Very simple ones, but uh, mm. our egos would fight those vehemently. Uh, but those are really, really powerful. But they're simple and they're deep and they work. Mm-hmm. And there's a case history that makes it kind of simple to to to, to do, uh, and uh, a lot of cartoons in this book, which um, uh, and there's a lot of humor in the book too. Uh, that I think when you're laughing a lot, it's easier to accept a new principle and, uh, and find the value in it. And we... Well, and and you know, as you're saying, and as you've said for so many years, when we get out of that anger and the blaming and shaming and and the jealousy and envy and we start seeing compassion because we realize that underneath all that is fear from the other person or the other party, that really makes a difference, doesn't it? Absolutely. We feel, when we're in the consciousness of giving and helping other people, we forget about our worries. Mm-hmm. And this is true for you know, people who are older, uh, people who are volunteering their services and helping other people and uh, at soup kitchens or what have you, uh, stop complaining about their, their physical difficulties and their challenges. Uh, so the whole aspect of, of service and being helpful to other people and living a life, where that becomes more important than anything else, uh, really changes our life. It makes the whole life seem differently. Mm-hmm. All right. One of the parts of your book is called The Mind and the Gut. What do you mean by that? Well, you know, we don't pay too much attention, but Business people and non-business people oftentimes to say, you know, I made a gut decision. And uh, I'm sure you've done that a lot, Patricia, uh, and I know I have, and I, I think what we're saying, we've made an intuitive decision. Mm-hmm. It wasn't based on our rational mind. And in Hawaii, many years ago, uh, in Hawaii, uh, there used to be a theory that Hawaiians had that, that uh, part of the mind was in the, was in the gut. And uh, they paid a lot of attention to that uh, about how we make decisions. And so the whole aspect of forgiveness was, was handled in the gut, if you will. And uh, it's just another way of looking at the world. I think the more that we take down our, our rational minds, usually made up of the ego's feeling that the past is our own reality and that bodies are reality. Uh, the Hawaiians didn't feel that the body, they felt their spirit was, was who they are. And the first principle of attitude of healing is the essence of our being is love, which means we're really spiritual beings and we're here, we just shine light on people and help shine the darkness away, as well as our own. And forgiveness is a great way of letting go of the hurtful past. Now you have worked um, with prisons, Yes. Say that again? You've worked in prisons, help yes, people in prisons. Actually, I'm the consultant at San Quentin and, the, and actually Alcatraz and many of the people that we've trained have gone to many, many prisons. And, uh, How do you help people with forgiveness there? That must be harder to do, Jerry. Well, this book is a perfect book for that. We've done a lot of seminars using this kind of language, and I'm impressed how many... Uh, People who are in prison and prisoners will fold their arms and, well, what's this, what's this guy going to say? And 
we start talking in these terms, they really start to understand. All of a sudden, uh, their heads are up looking forward, and, they, and their, their eyes are, are, are bright, and they, and they want to know more information about how they can use that. So they never thought about throwing shit at another person can hurt themselves. All right. Um, we have a couple minutes before break, so let me ask you some questions that I'm sure a listener would ask. Someone might say, I'm going through a divorce or I'm in a tough relationship, and this person has been mean or nasty or whatever the situation is, and I'm so angry. I'm so angry, and they're using me and abusing me, and whatever the story is, it's the same story in a sense. How do you help people get through something like that, Jerry? Well, first of all, I don't give them advice. I might open doors for them to look at themselves differently. And uh, uh, one of the first things that we do in our center is saying, if you really want to shift how your life is, then see the value in making inner peace as your only goal. Mm-hmm. And know that you're, part, that you're responsible for your inner peace. And don't give the power away to other people to take your peace away. So if you're having difficulty in a marriage, I remember one time a, a, a friend of mine was about to get a divorce from her husband, and she was very, very angry and had a lot of reasons that she thought that she should be angry. And I said, well, why don't you just for one week before you make that final decision, go through a week where you become a love finder rather than a fault finder. Just have that experience and see what happens. And she came back a week later and said, you know, I can't believe that, but I see that my husband began, began to say, so as I changed my reality, I saw his reality changing. So it's not a matter of trying to say who's right and who's wrong. If you feel that you have to be right all the time and make another person wrong, it's very difficult to have any kind of marriage being nourished. And many of the things that people complain about in their spouses and their partners are only a projection of stuff that's unfinished business in, in their own lives. If you have parents that you've not totally forgiven, oftentimes when you get married, the, the wife will become a mother figure or the, or the husband will become a father figure, and they're still trying to work that out through, the, through, the, through their, their new partnership. So oftentimes we have to go back and, and to, the, to the origin of the problems and, and see that our parents really did the best job they can. And the more that we can learn to, to let go of the judgments and not blame our parents for the problems we have in life, uh, the better off we're going to be. All right. We're going to take a break. Before we do, let's talk a little bit about the, your book and the, the title of your new book, The Oh Shit Factor, Waste Management for Your Mind. And people can get it at oshitfactor.com or jerryjempolsky.com. Is and that also correct? Amazon. And Amazon. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. And um, again, it's a brand new book. Did it? Didn't you just publish it? That's correct. Okay. It came out. All right. All right. My guest today is Dr. Jerry Jempolsky, who is an icon in the field of psychiatry and wellness and health and well-being and love is letting go of fear. He is both a child and adult psychiatrist. He's a professor of complementary medicine at the University of Hawaii School of Medicine. He's written, how many books have you written, Jerry? About 30 or 40? No, actually not. About 14, 15. Well, it seems like 30 or 40 to me. They've all been amazing. And I love your original book, which was Love is Letting Go of Fear. All right, folks, so stay tuned. Dr. Jim Polsky will be on with us right after the break, right here on Patricia Raskin Positive Living, right here on voiceamerica.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Thank you. 
experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Do you know that over 70% of Americans with severe disabilities are unemployed? Are you one of the 2.5 million Americans with epilepsy? If you are, or know someone struggling with these issues, tune in to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. On the show, Joyce will discuss these issues as well as others. She will have on nationally known guests that will offer helpful insight on disability matters and let you, the listener, call in with your questions and concerns. So if you struggle with a disability or know someone who does, listen to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. Heard every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time here on VoiceAmerica.com. I can take care of myself. I can make a peanut butter sandwich. I can brush my teeth and I can give myself a bath. I can walk home alone from school. I can pick dinner from the trash behind the deli. I can watch the baby for the whole weekend. I can keep a baseball bat by my bed just in case there's trouble. Don't worry about me. I can take care of myself. If you're in jail, who'll be there to take care of your family? Something to think about before committing a gun crime. Gun crimes hit home. This message brought to you by Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council. Looking for a good time? We've got a show that will give you a wild ride. This show will make you feel good. And it's not even bad for you. You need your time to let loose. It's time for a feel-good party. Pull up to the computer, mix yourself a drink, and turn up the speakers. Happy Hour is here. Every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, it's called the biggest radio show in the world. Hosted by international personality and pundit Michael DeMarco. You don't know what's coming next. The biggest radio show in the world on Voice America. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com back. You are listening to Patricia Raskin Positive Living right here on voiceamerica.com. And today we are talking about Love is Letting Go of Fear. We're talking about the new book, The Oh Shit Factor, Waste Management for Your Mind, with my guest who I consider an icon in the field of psychiatry and wellness. And his name is Dr. Jerry Jampolsky, an MD, both a child and adult psychiatrist. He's written over 15 books, which many have been bestsellers. He's been doing this for many, many years. I remember his first book, Love is Letting Go of Fear, which I have always loved. He's a professor of complementary medicine at the University of Hawaii School of Medicine with many, many other accolades. And he also created um, an amazing institute, and that is called the Attitudinal Healing, International Center for Attitudinal Healing in 1975 in Tiburon, California. And through the ICAH, people of all ages, faiths, and cultures facing serious life-threatening illnesses and events get support services and unconditional love to help them through tough times. Welcome back, Jerry. We have a new website coming out in mid-October that I'd like to share with your audience. Sure. And it's called um, AttitudinalHealingInternational.org. AttitudinalHealingInternational.org. You know, when I first finished this book, it was really two years ago, and I had guidance not to bring it out at that point. And when the whole 
financial situation around the world began to go down the tube, it occurred to me this is a beautiful time to bring this book out because so many people were telling me that they're drowning in shit. Those are the words that they use. And what has happened to so many people, well, they're losing their homes and losing their jobs and don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, and they're so preoccupied with that, that they get consumed in their anger and the unfairness of the world, and they continue to go around a circle and around a circle and not get, they get stuck in it. Um, and uh, this particular book uh, has a, a great effect because it helps people get out of the feeling of victimhood, that you don't have to be a victim when these things happen. And you can honor your humanness, but don't continue to be in the anger pool. Because when you stop being a victim, what happens is you have creative ways of finding new ways of getting jobs, new ways of dealing with your family. New ways well, let's, to let's talk about people. what's happening now. There are so many people that feel victimized with the tough economic times. What do you say there? Well, to honor your anger about what's happening, to honor, honor the fact that you, we live in an unfair world because it's the world of the ego. And as long as we're living in the world of the ego, there's only going to be fear and there's only going to be anger and conflict. And now's the time to find a new way of living your life, to forgive the past and find a new way. When, you're, when you find a sense of studying the morning, a sense of peace and meditating, and uh, you you find you're not dealing with cause and effect based on things that have happened in the past, and you're seeing no value in anger, what happens is our, our creative mind comes into effect, and our imagination comes into effect, and we find new ways of solving problems through love. And so this book offers that, that deed, those tools that one can use not to get stuck. We're not saying just take a sugar pill and pretend nothing bad happened, but to look at it and not get stuck in the victimhood. Let the past go and have a whole brand new beginning uh, of seeing things differently. And the people who are doing this are finding other ways of, of living and finding solutions to their problems. The people who are stuck with their anger are going in a circle and they're not finding very much happiness in the world or any solutions for themselves. But if they're really stuck, you know, if they really... You know, as, as you said, from your Center for Attitudinal Healing, if they're really sick and they're afraid they're going to die or if they're really afraid they may lose all their money or they're really afraid they're going to lose their relationship, you know, how do you help give them, help them or advise them to come up with that inner strength and that love within themselves? By helping them see that their belief system is hurting them. That helping them see that as long as they continue to be in pain and to be in anger, they're hurting themselves. If they want to find a way of solution, it's really important to let go of the past, to create a mind that is more restful. You know, there's an old Jinian statement that says, um, a busy mind is a sick mind, a still mind is a healthy mind, but a divine mind is what we all are really seeking for, a mind that continues in that way. So when we, when we learn to, to, to quiet the, the monkey mind, uh, that's when we begin to find a sense of peace where new kinds of solutions, new kinds of creative thoughts that we never even mm. thought about begin to occur to us. And when you come back to it, relationships are really more important than anything else. They're more important than, than the money, the material things, or anything that we can think about. And relationships has to do with forgiving, to, to look at people's strengths, and to, to 
be that each of us inspire ourselves as well as inspiring each other that there is another way and, and you can wake up in the morning and say this is going to be a beautiful day and not let the outside world decide whether you're going to be happy or peaceful today we can make that decision and when we wake up in the morning that this is going to be a beautiful day no matter what has happened to us in the past it's all a matter of belief structure and it's also, isn't it also what you program in your mind? So if you think you can have good relationships, you will. But if you think everyone's out to get you, then they will. It's what you think, correct? Our, our thoughts absolutely create our reality. And many of us get caught in going around in a circle. Uh, and uh, we, we, we end a relationship, and then all of a sudden we find we're in the same kind of relationship as we were before because we didn't learn the lesson before. The letting go process is so important in life. The letting go of the past, letting go of our control issues, uh, to believe in a higher power, uh, to believe that uh, it's possible to be peaceful even when chaos is going on around me. That's a whole different kind of belief structure, but it's a belief structure that works, and many people are struggling. That's why our books are so popular, and there's so many groups of attitudinal healing around the world now, why people are, are really responding to because they find that they have a lot to do with changing their reality is by changing the thoughts they put in their reality. That's all about that. All right. We have a few minutes left. I would like you to go over those ten principles again that's in your book, The Oshit Factor, Waste Management for Our Minds, because I think those are very powerful. Okay. Give me a second here. Would you tell us those again? Here we go. This is actually in the afterword of this book. And uh, the ten principles for waste management in our minds are the following. One, recognize that by putting shitty thoughts in your mind that you're going to have a shitty life. Mm -hmm. Two, remember that if you throw shit at others, it will come back and hit you in the face. Three, understand that forgiveness will wash out all of your shitty thoughts and will clean out all the waste that you've put in your mind. Mm. Four, stay in the present and stop living in the past. Five, take responsibility for your own happiness. And that means not blaming other people for your happiness. To know that happiness is really part of our natural inheritance. And number six, decide that you're not a victim and let go of guilt and blame. Seven, decide each day that you're not going to hurt others or yourself with your thoughts or your actions. Eight, remind yourself daily that love is the answer to any problem that you will ever face. Nine, expand your sense of humor and learn to laugh at yourself. And ten, above all, don't get stuck in your own shit. Ten simple but very powerful Guidelines. <laughs> and do you use this? Are you going to bring this book to your Center for Attitudinal Healing? Will that be there as well? I'm using this book wherever I go. Jerry, what, what would you say are kind of your, I don't know if it would be closing thoughts, but you know, you've been doing this work for so, so many years. And is there one theme? I mean, is it all about love versus fear? I mean, what is it, what can you leave us with that will inspire us if we get nothing else from all of this today? 
That worry doesn't help. Mm. That fear doesn't help. Mm. And we all have the power to let go of fear by letting go of our judgments, letting go of our negative thinkings about ourselves and other people, and live in a consciousness that we all have an abundance of love in our hearts. And our job is to take that love and give it away. And to know that that love is the answer to any problem that we'll ever face. That those are the things that I feel are most important in my life and I think has potential of being important in saving the world from the mess that we're in at this point. Mm. And love meaning unconditional love. Unconditional love. I love you no matter what. And when we start believing in that, we feel great. And when someone asks you, how are you today? We'll say, I feel greater than great. Thanks for allowing me to be on your program. Thanks for the work you're doing, so helping so many other people. Uh, I appreciate it. We have a couple minutes, so tell us a little more about the book and how people can get it and about your websites. Okay. People can get this book from uh, a website, oshitfactor.com. They can get it by going to www.jerryjampolsky.com. They can get it from Amazon. Uh, there's a um, YouTube uh, uh, of myself um, in uh, uh, that you may yes, and I watched that. It was really great, and uh, I think that might give people a sense of humor and also another way of looking at the, at the world. And uh, hopefully, that some of the listeners will say, "Hey, I I, I want to find another way of looking at the world myself, and that I don't have to feel that tomorrow is going to be worse than the, uh, the old system of the ego. Yesterday was awful. Tomorrow is horrendous, and tomorrow is going to be worse." I was brought up in that kind of uh, philosophy, uh, and I realize now that uh, I can live in the present. I, I can make the future just an extension of the peaceful present, no matter what kinds of things are happening. And that happens more and more when we stop making judgments about ourselves and others and make forgiveness as important as breathing. And that's the challenge I give your listeners to see that that could be the answer to many of the things. That are Thank you. Thank you so much for being on the program, Jerry. Okay, blessings yeah. to everyone. Thank you. Stay on the line. My guest has been Dr. Jerry Jampolsky, an icon in the area of uh, child and adult psychiatry for many, many years. He's written over 15 books. My favorite in his first one, Love of Letting Go of Fear, and his newest one, which is exciting, The Oh Shit Factor, Waste Management for the Mind. And you can log on to OhShitFactor.com and JerryJampolsky.com and also learn about his Center for Attitudinal Healing, which he created with his wife. All right, folks, so you've been listening to Positive Living. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next week, I'm Patricia Raskin. Have a wonderful Monday and a wonderful week. Bye for now. Positive Living with Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. For an autographed copy of Patricia's book, Pathfindings, Seven Principles for Positive Living, log on to RaskinResources.com. And tune in next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific for Positive Living, right here on VoiceAmerica.com.